You're listening to the Max Preps High School Football Coaches Podcast, Episode 1. And we welcome you in to the High School Football Coaches Podcast by Max Preps. I am Steve Montoy, and it's an absolute pleasure for me to bring this podcast to the coaches around the country because high school football means so much to me growing up in a house full of coaches. My dad, my grandfather, my brother is now currently a high school football head coach. I've been at Max Preps covering high school football for over 13 years years. So we really hope this podcast helps the high school football coaches or youth football coaches in general around the country. And and really this podcast is meant to inform you about anything related to coaching high school football, to recognize some of the great high school football coaches across America, and to educate you on becoming a better football coach. And no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be the host. I'm going to bring in special guests every week, and we have a great one in this episode one. It's Coach John Kay from North Shore High School in the state of Texas. His team went 16-0 in 6A Division I. That's no easy task at all, and he won it with a Hail Mary to win the state title at Cowboys Stadium. Final play of the game. To step up in the pocket, gonna heave it for the end zone, and it is caught! His second state title since he took over the program in 2014. And Coach K and I are gonna talk about what it's like coaching in the state of Texas. And if you do not live in the state of Texas, coaching in Texas is like nothing else. Playing in Texas is like nothing else. We're also gonna talk about how he prepped his team from coming off a tough quarterfinal loss in 2017 to his mindset and how he got those kids to buy in in 2018. We're going to talk about discipline and what that means to him. Of course, like I said, we're going to talk about just coaching in Texas and so much more. And he's got so much knowledge, and it's just an honor to have Coach K on our podcast. All right. Well, first of all, Coach, thanks so much for uh, joining us here on the Max Preps Football Coaches Podcast. And first thing I, I want to say to you is congratulations on just an amazing season you guys had. And I'm sure the the last month or so for you has been an amazing ride. Yeah, it's been just an incredible experience for us and uh, for our community and for our kids. Uh, you know, it's it's that time of year that you're trying to celebrate 2018, but start to get ready for 2019. So that balance has uh, been a challenge, but uh, it's uh, we'd rather have it this way than any other. Yeah, so let's go back a little bit and let's go back to this time last year, January of 2018. You guys are coming off a, a tough quarterfinal loss. What's it like for you and your staff to to prepare these kids to kind of build that mindset of being a state championship team and really where do you guys begin as a coaching staff 
Yeah, I mean, we're fortunate to be in a really strong community down here that that uh, really believes in athletics and understands the role it plays in our kids' lives. So um, I think our kids expect to be successful, and uh, there's a lot of teams that, that would take going four rounds deep, and, and we're certainly one of them. And, and we lost to a really good Katy team uh, in, in 2017. And so we started last January with, with our uh, off-season program uh, with our kids, and um, I think that was a really humbling experience for them uh, to end the way they did last year, and uh, it kind of catapulted us into the uh, to the off season. And uh, I think the kids, you know, they they were they kind of motivated themselves. So as a coaching staff, I think it was a little bit easier for us to kind of guide the the team in the direction that we felt like we needed to go. And uh, but it was certainly team led. We had great leadership this year, and uh, it started in January, and, and we had a really strong off season. Had a really really good physical spring football. Uh, another strong summer speed and strength camp and, uh, you know, got after it in, 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 in fall camp. So, uh, you know, we, we started with Katie in, in, in week one and ended with Duncanville in week 16. And, uh, you know, we couldn't ask for any more effort from our kids. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and for, for the state of Texas, spring football may be different than spring football in California or Michigan or wherever you're at. What's it like for you as a coach and, and spring football in the state of Texas? I mean, you guys are padding up in, in spring and, and getting after it. Yeah, uh, you know, last year in spring, the rules uh, allowed us to get 18 full padded practices in 30 days. And, uh, you know, we take a lot of pride in, in playing some of the best teams that Houston has to offer and, and certainly the state of Texas. But, you know, when you get into spring football, it's North Shore versus North Shore every day. And so you really find out where your football team is. We go good on good every single day and every drill that we do. And uh, I really feel like that was the, the the building block that we needed to to have some of the successes that we did is that, um, you know, we played our, our best kids against our best kids. And, uh, you know, we believe in that ironing sharpen irons, iron sharpens iron. And, and uh, we, our, our kids did that. And I thought we came out of spring. Uh, a much better football team than we were prior to. So uh, in Texas, that's kind of a rite of passage, and uh, I thought our kids handled it well. So in Texas, the state obviously does a lot of things right. You can just tell by the attendance at the state championship games and how they include pretty much everybody gets involved with the game that's going on. But one, one topic I want to hit on that's, you know, there's a lot of debate around it around the country, but in the state of Texas, the public schools and the private schools are mixed. And I know you, you've been around different states. And wh what does it mean to you in the state of Texas to really split those public schools and private schools? Well, you know, I'm a public school educator and all of our teach all of our staff are teachers. And I think that's where Texas does it right is that, uh, you know, we have a 16 man staff at the school. All of us are full time teachers that, that teach in the classroom. We're in the hallways. We're in the cafeteria. We're there before school. We're there after school. So there's really an investment, not only in the in the athletic future of these kids, but the academic future of these kids. And, um, you know, it's just a, a belief in, in a true free and appropriate education for all of our kids. And, and I think uh, every kid has the right to determine where they want to go to school. But uh, for things to be to be equitable, uh, to me, you know, the public schools need to be playing in the public schools and the private playing the private schools. And in there, you know that everybody's playing by the same rules. So as a public school educator, before I'm a, before I'm a high school football coach, uh, I believe in that. And, and I think the strength of our public school system and the strengths of the, the education that we're able to provide down here in Texas as a result that, uh, you know, the kids feel like they can go to public school and, and participate in band and in choir and drill team and ROTC and in athletics and, and know they're going to compete against uh, other people that, 
that are they're playing against the same rules or playing with the same rules. So, um, you know, it's, it's a philosophical thing. But I have, you know, I grew up in Michigan where, where private schools and public schools will play each other in a state championship. And it was the same way in, in Illinois when, when I went to college there. And uh, I, I, be, I think Texas does it right. And, and that's why I'm here. And, uh, you know, and I believe in the, in the way that we play football down here and the way that we educate our kids. So um, just hearing you talk. So all of your assistant coaches are also teachers at the school. That's correct. That's great. And, and speaking of your assistant coaches, uh, sometimes the assistant coaches can go uh, underrated about how important they really are to the head coaches and, Really, can you just talk about how you go about picking your staff and just what your assistant coaches actually mean to you as a head coach? Well, I mean, I'm in a very fortunate situation here that uh, we've got a lot to offer, you know, so far as our, our school district is concerned. So we're hiring teachers and uh, they do a really good job of offering a good salary here and a good teaching schedule and uh, good incentives to coach. And, and uh, so that allows us to recruit the best of the best when it comes to finding assistant coaches. You know, my role as a head coach is extraordinarily overblown when it comes to credit. You know, my, I think my role is probably that along the lines of a graduate assistant at the college level. You know, we have an offensive coordinator who, who calls the offense and plans the offense and, um, you know, practices and schedules and, and scripts and uh, same way on the defensive side. So uh, my role as the head coach is I run the scout teams. I make sure that those guys get the looks that they want. I, I help in special teams and um, just handle discipline and handle parents. So, um, you know, to have a strong staff like we have, that's that's really the, the foundation of our program. We've got great teachers. We've got great coaches. And, uh, you know, I, I learned that from David Amon, who started this program and, and, and uh, got it to the to the level that it's at today, that you hire good people and you let them do their job. And, uh, you know, we're, we're fortunate to be in a position that we can recruit and attract great coaches that, that have done a phenomenal job with our kids. Yeah. And, and can you talk a little bit of just about what it's like for us, for you as a coach to have a good you know, the administration is behind what you do as a coach and how important that really is to you to really lead a successful program. You can have the best athletes and the best coaches that you want. If you don't have a strong administrative staff that believes in your vision and believes in the role of athletics in, in, in the schoolhouse, then, uh, you, you know, you're going to be fighting behind the eight ball for, for the entire season. And uh, here we've got a, a superintendent that's probably the biggest cheerleader of, of anybody in the community. And uh, she believes in, in, in what we're doing with, the, with instilling character and discipline and work ethic and the things that go beyond the X's and O's that people see on the field for 48 minutes. And, uh, you know, we've got deputy superintendents and assistant superintendents that, that have been through this process, that have been in the buildings, that know uh, the role of athletics in, in, in the lives of our students and in, in the culture of the school. And uh, we've got a principal that's second to none when it comes to supporting uh, not just athletics, but all of our extracurricular activities and uh, in a community that uh, believes in it. And, and when you have that belief, you get the facilities and you get the support and you get the attendance and the things that that make for an electric atmosphere on, on Friday night. So uh, there, there's definitely a lot more to it than, the, than just the football aspect of it. And, and like I stated before, we're, we're in a position here that we've had some good success and that's a direct result of strong administration, great coaches, and, and tremendous talent. Yeah, and, and Coach, I've, I've listened to some of your interviews in the past and just hearing you talk now, and I've, I've heard you use the word discipline before. And What's that word, and, and what's that really mean to you as a coach, and, and how important is that for you? 
Yeah, I think we, we, we see it where, it, uh, you know, in the game of football, it's a great microcosm of life where it can expose your discipline or lack thereof. And um, I think that's the biggest thing that, that we, we want. You know, as an educator, I haven't been around too many teenage kids that don't truly want discipline in their lives. Now, they might they might fight it initially, but I think all of us, and especially the kids that are in our community, truly want structure. They truly want discipline. They want to be held accountable. And um, and this is a great vehicle for us to provide that in their lives. And, uh, you know, what we're about trying to trying to get more kids in our program and not try to weed them out. And, and uh, when you do that, I, I think kids fall in line with each other and they follow the the expectations that they've, uh, you know, naturally set. And, um, you know, the, the best teams that we've been around have been the most disciplined teams. And, and that discipline carries over into their schoolwork. It, it carries over into their personal lives. It carries over into their their the way they act in the community. And uh, I think that's just the number one trait that, that hopefully kids are taking from our program is the ability to have self-discipline and, and take that outside the game. All right, Coach, now that you've been through the 17-week season, 16 total games, coming off one of the most thrilling ways to win a state title ever, how do you guys have the discipline to, to get back to the grind of focusing on 2019 and this new team? Yeah, I think it just goes back to, you know, I think in this this day and age you hear about the, the process or, or the, the right. word process right. so much. And, and uh you know, I, I'm not trying to jump on that, but we we don't ever talk about winning a state championship here. We didn't this season. We didn't in 2015. Uh, we've always been about uh, the journey and, and what it takes to get better day in and day out and, and try to push the envelope as much as possible. So I think if your ultimate goal is to win a state championship and, and you reach it, uh, you know, it's it's like an old Shel Silverstein quote of, you know, I've searched for that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and I found it. So what do I look for next? You know, what we're looking for is uh, just to push the envelope and to get better and, and, and what else is on the horizon. And I think when you're motivated by that as a staff and by a com- as a community and with the kids, it's easier to put 2018 behind you and, and go back to the process that, uh, you know, ended in that result. So, you know, as epic as that game was, it, it's, it was uh, a great time. It, it really harkens back to just the trials and tribulations that these kids experienced in the course of the season. And uh, I think that's what we're always going to remember more so than, than uh, even a Hail Mary at the end of a game. So, um, you know, with that in mind, if, if we continue that process, uh, it's, it's been a little bit easier for us to turn the page and, and start moving towards 2019. Awesome. And coach, finally, just we celebrate high school sports at Max Preps. It's what we do. And what was it like for you as a coach to, to come back to your community? And that that's something, the word community and pride that you, you don't get with club sports or it only happens in high school. And sometimes that's all these kids, the four years of high school is all they get. Uh, what did that mean to you coming back to your community and and winning that state title and just really the importance of high school sports to you as a coach and, and your school? Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, again, speaking as an educator, you know, athletics is the best at-risk program in our public schools today. You know, we're, we're taking kids in our community and um, that, that probably don't have a lot of vehicles to get out of some of the circumstances that are in. And uh, they're using this to, to better their lives, whether it be through college scholarships or whether it be just through work ethic and intangibles that are going to help them be better citizens. And so, um, you know, we believe in that here. And for us to return back to the east side of Houston, uh, we don't, you know, there's not a whole lot of glamour and glitz over on this side of the city uh, like 
like there is in, in some of the other parts of Houston. We're a blue collar community that uh, there's there's very little entitlement from our kids and they've earned everything that they've gotten. You know, we don't have a booster club and, and we, we don't have some of the resources available to other the larger programs in, in the state of Texas and in the city of Houston. And, um, you know, I think our community and our kids really feel like they've earned this. And uh, there's there's no better feeling than that. And uh, I think it's a, the, the, the game itself, the season together was just a great representation of, of the grit and, and the work ethic of our, our community in this side of Houston. And uh, we're proud to represent it. And, and uh, you know, hopefully everyone understands what these people are about. Coach, uh, we really appreciate your time coming on with us. And we also, you know, just say thank you for being a coach. No uh, greater title in the country, in our opinion. So thank you for all that you do, and thank you for joining us on the podcast. I really appreciate everything you guys do for high school athletics, and uh, if there's anything we can do, please let us know. Thanks again. All right. Thanks so much, Coach. What an honor that was to talk to Coach K. And can you imagine winning a state title game with a Hail Mary? I know he's a coach, and uh, the process of getting there and all that, but comes down to one play, and you go, it's a Hail Mary, and and your receiver pulls it in for the state title. Could not imagine, and again, an honor to talk to Coach K, and good luck to his program moving forward. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, if you have any ideas, tweet me, smontoyamp, or email smontoya at maxpreps.com. And hopefully we can get those topics going for you. So that was the High School Football Coaches Podcast by Max Preps. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Montoya.